Going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour two of Garden Talk on this morning. Good morning, Mark. Are you ready for the second hour of Garden Talk? I'm ready. You sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in the second hour of Garden Talk, we are going to be talking about everything that goes on in your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. And we're going to be talking to you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, we'd love to hear from you this hour. No matter what your gardening question is, uh, we would love to hear from you. On Garden Talk on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to hour number two of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. We'd love to hear your voices today if you've got a gardening question about your lawn or your landscape or your trees at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, joined in the studio this morning is Mr. Jesse Mack. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? It's August. Feels like it too now. <laughs> Starting to lean a little bit cooler this morning. Yep. Trying to. Yeah, I, I, I it's, this is, these, the first two weeks of August are the most torturous there is for plants. Um, you know, this, we've had a little bit lower humidity, bright sunshine, so we're drying out real quick. Yeah. Um, I looked at the, um, I looked at the National Weather Service data the other day, and they show uh, a, a drought trend beginning to develop across western Indiana, eastern Indiana into western Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe we're talking about drought after the you yeah. know excessive rain that we had back in you know April, May, and June. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, what's interesting is um, I was listening. I was listening to a a, a podcast this morning from uh, the Ohio State University turfgrass team, and and Dr. Shetler, who's the bug doc, was talking about how gr- there's been enough moisture for grubs to hide to to hatch, mm-hmm. and they'll hatch this time of year. And literally because it is so f- nasty, hot and dry in the soil. They'll dig a little deeper, and as long as they eat just a little bit of root, they can literally stay alive until we get a little bit more rain and the yeah. soils begin to cool off, and then they dig a little higher in the, in, in the lawn, and next thing you know, your lawn's turned brown and it's dead even though we've had enough rain. Huh. Yeah. So this is, this is a, a good grub situation. Uh, we are heading that direction. Yeah. <laughs> So if you have not applied grub control to your lawn, you best be thinking about it. But just keep in mind that you're going to need to apply lots of water in the process to uh, make sure that it it fully uh, gets put into solution. Okay. So what are we looking at weather-wise for the next five days? Uh, We're staying very dry today. So this is going to continue that evapotranspiration uh, as we head into the next couple of days, likely staying dry as well, but we're slightly more humid uh, and not, not in a crazy, uncomfortable way, just a bit more humid over the next couple of days. The next chance for rains coming all the way on Tuesday, later in the day, Tuesday, Tuesday night into Wednesday. But that's that's a pretty significant guarantee that we'll see some rain there. So a lot or I mean, we're talking not necessarily half a, an inch, quarter inch. I would say a quarter to a half at this point. So we'll see what it ends up turning out, but it's a slow kind of moving thing. So it's not going to, you know, just drive through a quick batch of rain. That's it. So it, it could give us more than that, but right now conservative quarter to a half. So in the scheme of, of watering folks, what, what Jesse's telling us is we need to probably apply about a half an inch of water here in the next, you know, five to seven days yeah. in our landscape, which is, 
it's nice because that means you don't have to make the full inch. Yeah, in, yeah, exactly. And if and, you're going to apply any of that water, I think today would be one of the best days to do it because the chance for rain increases. So I'd probably do it on the driest day. Okay. If that makes sense to you. Yeah, I mean. and 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 also keep in mind, uh, irrigation wise with turf, it's better to water your lawn before you mow it mm-hmm. than after you mow it. Okay. Meaning that uh, you want to really fill that grass plant up with as much water as possible. So, like this morning, um, I I was I'm irrigating my front yard as we speak. <laughs> I I turned my turned my sprinkler on this morning at 4 a.m. and it'll run till I get home. I'll turn it off and then I got stuff I'm gonna do. And then I'll mow, mow my yard mow my mow my yard today. Okay. Um, and it'll be I'll be in good shape. Nice. So it's. And and keep in mind too that uh, you don't want to shorten that mower deck. It's people. I don't understand why they think the shorter they get, the better the lawn will look. It, I think it, they think they can go longer without mowing. I think that's their thought process. I, it only does is make more weeds pop up. That's you know yeah. the bottom. The bot. It's it's a self defeating. Opens up the canopy. It's a it's a self. De- yeah, it does. It, it does that. It, it's a self defeating prophecy is what what it becomes. Yep. Um, but the system that's coming in, you said slow moving. Is that what I heard? Just kind of eking along. Everything's, everything's slow moving right now. This high is just kind of sitting here. It's going to drift away. It's August. Yeah. No, yeah, this is, but I think we're leaning towards, um, for the month of August, just slightly lower than normal temperatures, not cold, but Mm -hmm. slightly lower than normal. So I think it's going to, aside from lawn care and things like that, I think it's going to be a very comfortable August. Good. So Just just add water. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just add water. <laughs> and then the good thing is, is though we're 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 within a, about two weeks of grass seeding season, and uh, these cooler nights and warm sunny days are the perfect recipe for getting turf grass to germinate. Perfect. And so you know, it's it's why August is so much better to be planting things in, in June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I talked earlier this morning here on Garden Talk is a lot of folks don't quite get this, but it's really important if you're going to sow grass seed, use the month of August as your as your launching pad. Jesse, good to see you. Good to see you too. And uh, good to hear your voice, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too. Have a good weekend. You bet. Thank you. That was Jesse Mack, one of our meteorologists for News Center 7. Let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, let's head to the telephone lines right now, and let's go talk to Merle. Good morning, Merle. Welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. How can I help? Well, I've got a pin oak tree that's about three to four foot in diameter, and uh, it's started suffering about 20 years ago from DPNL disease. They planted a pole next to it about 23 feet away, but the wires run only two and a half feet from the tree. Okay. And they've been chopping on it every ever since, every three or four years, it seems like. And it's, it's done pretty good uh, up until now. Um, but this year it's got real... Um, sparse leaves on it and a couple of branches are dead Mm. and i didn't know whether it was just because of this year or whether it's you know i'm gonna bite the bullet and kick the bucket um let me ask you a couple questions if i may okay um what you're in beaver creek right yes okay and you say it's a, a pin oak correct yes okay um you wouldn't know what the pH of the soil is where you're where you're living at, do you? No, it's uh, basically sand, uh, it's a moraine. Okay, so you've got some gravelly moraine. Um, keep in mind that most pin oaks, and I'm thinking particularly of a pin oak of Corcus prolustris, um, is um, a species of, of tree that likes to live in acidic soils. So the first thing that that I would you know be worried about would be is it getting enough is the pH of the soil adequate enough to provide for that plant to to thrive and grow? 
Um, and the first thing that I think about is something called chlorosis, which is the lacking of a, one of the 17 essential nutrients. Um, this, the second thing that, that I'm concerned about would be a disease called oak wilt disease. And it's become a big problem. Um, oak wilt is carried by uh, uh, typically by two vectors. One is a um, by picnic beetles, and what happens is we, as people, prune our oak trees. And we, and the, the the bottom line is we don't prune oaks spring, summer, or fall. You hear me again? You don't prune an oak tree spring, summer, or fall. If you do prune an oak tree spring, summer, or fall. It's really important that you um, protect the plant by some type of uh, covering over those wounds that you make because picnic beetles carry oak wilt disease and can cause the tree to literally die within weeks. And it can move the oak wilt to other oaks by root graft transmissions. And this problem has gotten worse and worse and worse over the last few years. So... If you do anything, don't prune your oak this time of year, okay? Well, EPNL seems to not know that. Did they prune it in the summer? Yeah, most of the time. Okay. I would tell you in the long term, if you keep the tree, I would insist that they prune it in the winter. Okay. Because otherwise you you have a really high probability of, of getting oak wilt disease, and it'll take it out. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you that you probably should have the tree looked at by a certified arborist. Okay. And a certified arborist can most likely be able to figure out what's going on with it. I've been calling you up trying to get you to give me an appointment, but I haven't gotten through to you yet on the phones. You just call my office and we'll be happy to help you out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times I don't answer my own phone. I have staff that does that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Call, 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 my, call my office and I'll be happy to help you. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. And good luck to you. And we'll see you soon. Four, five, seven, 1290. Let's go to Harley and Harley is in Bell Fountain. Harley. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help? Well, I was wondering if you could possibly give me any tips on trying to rid my little one-acre lot I have where I have a horse. And here in the last month, the white stone clover has just come in something awful, and that, that definitely irritates the horse's uh, saliva glands where they just slobber and slobber and slobber. I'm just wondering if there's anything I could do to, to uh, get rid of that stone clover without, you know, obviously killing the grass um well if it's what i think you say it's stone clover yeah it's the, uh, what i've always called a stone clover it's the, just real small white okay i think uh, that's called alcyc it might be alcyc clover that you're referring okay, to all right okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what my, what my grandpa and everybody called it when i was a kid yeah, no it's really okay everybody's got a different but the, i think what you're referring to is alcyc um yeah they're real small very, there are different broadleaf herbicides that, for the most part, should be able to kill that plant. Okay. So that would be the first place that I would um, start. And, and of course, you'll need to follow the label directions. Mm-hmm. And the label directions will be able to guide you on the rate of application, the time of application, et cetera. Okay. Okay. And this is usually what a granular, I take it? There's granulars, there's liquids out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about a full acre, so. Yeah. I I would say there's there's different products out there that you could use. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, sir. Broadleaf control. Broadleaf weed control. And typically it has what they call synthetic, some type of synthetic oxen in it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you, and I hope uh, you have a good day and wish you the best, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of Garden Talk. When we come back, we'll take your calls, and, of course, along with that as well, give you lots of insight on how to have a better lawn and landscape. In the second half of this hour, we're going to do a What Plan I Am, and, of course, your calls at 457-1290. 
here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium and in 2015 completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it, or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. While your focus is on getting your kids ready to go back to school, our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock. Depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Jesse Mack. Perfect weather expected for Saturday, starting off cool with those temperatures around 60 degrees, sunshine all day long, low humidity, and a high temperature right around 85 degrees. Nice weather into the evening and overnight as well, mainly clear skies and dropping to a low temperature in the lower 60s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear sky conditions. We're resting at 60 degrees up at the airport, 63 in Springboro, 61 in Wilmington. On the station that uh, you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, this is Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Actually, it's 725 here on Garden Talk. On 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Sorry, I could not resist on that one. It was 7 a.m. I said, no, that's not the right time. It's not. So I'm sorry. I I just can't resist those types of things, uh, Javon. So I'm just, you know, (laughs) you know how it goes. Um, Also, I wanted to share with you, by the way, if you've got a gardening uh, question, we would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of Dayton's uh, radio station here, and we're happy to talk to you about whatever is going on in your gardening world. And also, today's broadcast is welcome to be listened to on podcast. And what that means is you can go on the station's website and download other um, other shows of Garden Talk and listen to them when you want to. It's kind of a fun little thing that you can do um, that allows you to listen to Garden Talk anytime you want, any day, any time of the day. 
And it's completely, completely free. It's a really great way to listen to other um, programs and other shows. And uh, it's a great way to uh, um, listen to what's ever going on in your landscape. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. And we are happy to talk to you on this beautiful Saturday morning. Also, I want to share with you that, uh, you know, your peonies may have in the garden may have some pretty nasty looking uh black spots all over their leaves and we're almost to that time of the year when um, you can cut them to the ground and they will come back next year. I'd also say to you by August 15th or so if you have hostas um, in the garden you're coming to the place where you can probably most likely be able um, to cut them to the ground and allow them um, to regrow again. And let's talk about a little bit about why we would take our brand new planted hostas and, and cut them. And what that will do is that will cause that plant below ground to develop a really big, rich root system. And by doing so, you're going to end up with a plant that's going to be twice as wide and twice as large as it is during the last growing season. And I would really recommend um, doing that, particularly for newly planted hostas. And by doing so, you'll generate this plant that's very, very, very large and very, very, very um, uh, attractive come the spring of next year. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. I would love to talk to you about whatever is going on in your gardening and landscaping uh, situation, if you've got a question about your trees, your lawn, your landscape, um, whatever it may be, we have an answer. We have solutions for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll bring you into the Master Control um, studios of WHIO Radio, where Javon is happy to take your calls and, most importantly, allow you to be part of today's uh, broadcast. And uh, I think that's an important part of what we do here on Garden Talk is we help people figure out what their likelihood of being successful is, but more so we give you useful tips and useful uh, um, information that will allow you to be much, much more successful than you would be um, otherwise. 457-1290 is the number of the dial, and we would love to have you part of this morning's broadcast. Um, also, next hour of Garden Talk, next half hour, we'll be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And most importantly, we will be talking to you on Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following, a grisly assault occurring in Dayton last night, late, in the, late into the evening. What cops know so far? Find out if the forecast cooperates with your evening and weekend plans. I'm meteorologist Jesse Magger. Exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic. So far, the only issue we're seeing at this last hour is there is a hazard vehicle on US 35 westbound at the I-75 North on-ramp. Aside from that, those freeways are all clear. And it is our top story in Dayton. 43-year-old Clifford Wilson is in critical condition after he was assaulted, placed in the street, and then run over by a car. WHIO's Molly Kowick with team coverage. Deputy said the man was attending a wake inside a home nearby before being hit. After this happened, the driver took off. Cops say he was uh, at that wake on Esmeralda Avenue. Right now, it's being investigated if that had anything to do with the assault itself. Anyone with information is asked to call Miami Valley Crime Stoppers at 225-STOP. Well, now to Washington, where President Trump is changing his mind about a man he had been considering for the position of intelligence director. After congressional critics say Dan Ratcliffe was not qualified, the search is on again. 
There is a new focus on the current number two in that office. Sue Gordon is there now, and I like her very much. I've always liked Sue Gordon. That after reports the White House did not want her in the acting chief job. Mr. Trump now says that is under consideration. That's Tom Foti with team coverage. Well, more orange barrels coming to Greene County. WHIO's Ron Otto has team coverage. The county's sanitary engineering department says Wilmington-Dayton Road will be closed between Social Row and Middle Run Roads for water main replacement. Now, work begins on August 13th and should be complete by the 14th, but the area will be under a boil advisory while work is being done. That advisory is being done as a precaution, we're told. Now let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Perfect weather expected for Saturday, starting off cool with those temperatures around 60 degrees, sunshine all day long, low humidity, and a high temperature right around 85 degrees. Nice weather into the evening and overnight as well, mainly clear skies and dropping to a low temperature in the lower 60s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear. Some beautiful bright sunshine coming through our window on South Main Street here in Dayton at this hour. We've got 55 degrees in Troy, 58 in Springfield, 59 in Xenia, 60 degrees here in Dayton at 732. I'm Jonah Adi with news on the hour, the half and instantly when it breaks on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Depend on it. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Yep, it seems summer was too short once again. But soon, the yellow school buses will be rolling out, and so will WHIO's back-to-school team coverage to keep your family ready, safe, and prepared. With Storm Center 7 weather updates. WHIO Radio is in Storm Center. This is Storm Center 7, meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Hi, I'm WHIO meteorologist Kirstie Zontini. Triple Team Traffic Reports. This is Sergeant Mark Bowron. We're monitoring local road sensors and dozens of webcams with live reports from the road. And all the latest information as the back-to-school routine takes over. Hey, WHIO listeners, Larry Hanskin here. This is News Director Brittany Otto with in-depth coverage all day. Remember, set your smart speakers in the kitchen to WHIO radio in the morning and set the button in your car to 1290 AM or 95.7 FM for Dayton and Springfield's most dependable back-to-school coverage. Stay connected 24-7 with 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S., and screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time, even if it doesn't run in your family. Most often, colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history, and it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp? prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, I'm all for uh, old Jesse Mag's uh, forecast of a slightly cooler August. I'm uh, that's exciting to hear. <laughs> yes, you know, Randy, we're in that time of year um, that it's what they call the dog days of summer, 
and uh, some turf doesn't look so good. Some turf just looks mediocre, and a lot of turf looks really sad. Uh, And it's a time of the year when uh, we're a couple weeks away from from the seeding season, and uh, a lot of important decisions need to be made, and one of which is which species, which variety of grass you're going to plant and it's no different than if we are planting trees and shrubs and, fl- and perennials and annuals in the landscape. Um, genetics really do matter, don't they? Well, they do, and there's, a, there's, there's lots of choices. And uh, some, uh, some varieties are better than others for different areas. You have choices to make, and, uh, and with each of those varieties comes a, a slightly different seeding rate because each of those varieties has a different size of seed uh, to the variety. So, so you do have some, uh, some choices, and you got a little time. Uh, like you say, we're 10 days or maybe two weeks away from, uh, from the beginning of uh, the perfect time to start planting your grass seed. And, uh, and so you've got some decisions. You want to decide whether you want to, uh, you know, turf-type tall fescue is, is certainly a a real winner with most people, but uh, Kentucky bluegrass. I'm still a bluegrass lover, Mark. You know that. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and then, you know, there's perennial ryegrasses uh, that uh, I'm not much of a lover uh, with perennial ryegrasses. But you know, you'll find perennial ryegrasses out there, and you got to understand where to use them and uh, where not to use them. And uh, and uh, and and there's fine fescues. I mean, for a lot of shady areas. Uh, fine fescues, and I'm talking about hard fescues, chewing fescues, creeping fescues, not, not the tall fescues. They're in the fescue family, but the fine leaf fescues have a place in the landscape in certain areas. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, I've talked about annual ryegrass, and, and for the most part, stay away from annual right. ryegrass, but it's in a lot of seed mixes. And you just really need to, to take the time before you... You start planting your grass seed here in another week or two. You need to take the time to, to find the right varieties that you're going to use, understand the right seeding rates for those varieties, and, uh, and, and you know, do a little homework because those are the varieties you're going to be stuck with for your front yard for, you know, the future. And you can either have some really nice varieties that have good insect and disease resistance, dark green color, you know, all the bells and whistles that breeding has gotten into the turf grass plant today. Or you can be stuck with, uh, you know, junk, basically. Right. Uh, old, tired varieties that uh, were worn out years ago and uh, really aren't going to add a thing to your landscape other than more more headaches. So, so uh, variety selection and understanding what's in that bag of grass seed that you're buying is uh, is so important. Uh, you just don't go to the store and just grab a bag of grass seed and throw it on the ground. Uh, you, you do a little homework, and it'll pay. It'll pay great rewards for your for your lawn and in, in the future. Outstanding, um, Randy. Can we just talk a couple minutes here about soil seeding rates? And this is where people really get um, confused, and they don't quite understand that uh, bluegrass seed is incredibly much smaller than. Um, then can the turf type tall fescue? Can you kind of go yeah. over with our listeners what that's all about? Because a lot of people say here, well, well how much more seed I got to use for turf type tall fescue? And well, um, well you got to realize if you look at a if you look at a pound of Kentucky bluegrass or just a, the seed itself, it's a small seed. Uh, there's depending on the variety, but there's an average of of a million seeds in a pound of Kentucky bluegrass. Sometimes a million and a half. Depends on the variety. Uh, so you're going to get a million and a half seeds in a pound of Kentucky bluegrass. Right. Uh, conversely, in a pound of turf-type tall fescue, you're only getting roughly 300,000 seeds in a pound of tall fescue because it's a bigger seed. So you need to adjust your seeding rates accordingly. Uh, on our farm, Mark, uh, we're going to be seeding uh, Kentucky bluegrass we're going to be only a, maybe a pound and a half, two pounds per thousand square feet. That's only, well, maybe 80, 85 pounds per acre of Kentucky bluegrass, where our turf-type tall fescues, you need to be 8 to 10 pounds per thousand square feet or 350 to 400 pounds per acre of turf-type tall fescue. 
only because there's a giant disparity between the, between the size of the seed. Uh, so if you don't do that, if you don't pay attention to the seeding rates, what you're going to do is, is have a seeding that is going to be very disappointing. Uh, if you don't seed the turf-type tall fescues at 8 to 10 pounds per 1,000 square feet, you're going to end up with a very sparse uh, front yard, uh, not, not much grass out there. And, and unlike Kentucky bluegrass, turf-type tall fescue doesn't have a rhizome. It won't fill in. It won't, it won't fill that void very quickly. And, uh, and so you're going to be stuck with what you got. So don't get cheap. Uh, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't, don't, you know, in the big picture of the landscape, grass seed is a pretty cheap part of the, uh, of the front yard cost. And so, you know, pay attention to the seeding rates and, and, and don't skim. I guess I'm saying don't be cheap. Now don't skimp on the seeding rates. It's, uh, (laughs) it's just stupid. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, also, we're going to recommend as well that when you do this, uh, um, seeding, it's important as well that you are going to be using a starter fertilizer. And that is an incredibly important step, isn't it, Mr. Tischer? Well, you look at all these seed bags today, Mark, and they're missing the one important ingredient, the middle number, phosphorus, on most lawn fertilizers today is, is missing. It's a big goose egg, a big zero on the bag. And that's the one part of the fertilizer that is so important with grass seed establishment. It needs phosphorus. So most, there you can still buy uh, starter fertilizer, seed starter fertilizer that has phosphorus in it. And so go look for the, the seed starter fertilizer. It should have a pretty high number for that middle number. And uh, my, like my father said, feed the baby. Uh, we put down fertilizer, starter fertilizer, at the time of seeding, Mark, and then we are we come back with that same starter fertilizer, oh maybe five or six weeks after that seed germinates, just to give it a second uh, second feeding. It's uh, you get so much bang for the buck with your starter fertilizer. It's uh, it's 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 the key to getting that grass plant established as we go into winter. And uh, you know don't uh, don't forget about that. And then you just have to. Get that seed in contact with the soil. You, this is not the time of the year that you can go out and just throw grass seed on the ground and walk away. You've got to get good seed-to-soil contact and, uh, and apply the starter fertilizer, apply the grass seed at the right rate, add water, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. You'll get turf-type tall fescue up with these warm soil temperatures in five or six or seven days. You'll get Kentucky bluegrass to germinate uh, Oh, maybe in, in 10 days or less, Mark. Things just fly out of the ground this time of the year with the soils as warm as they are if you do everything right. Yep, yep. Well, Mr. Tischer, as always, thank you so much. It's time to do What Plan I Am, and uh, I thank you for everything you do, and I hope you have a great and glorious day. I'll do it. Talk to you next week. You bet. Bye-bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number to dial. And if... uh... I'm going to do a what plant I am. Remember, I am the plant. Your job as the listener is to figure out what plant I am. And that means that you need to call 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, if you know what I am, you win yourself a $25 gift card to Knowwood because they are gardeners just like you and Hi. Here we go. Listen to the clues. If you know what I am, 457-1290. My name has a tree in it. However, I am really a shrub. I'm a good choice for a shrub border or as a specimen. I have upright clusters of lavender blue summer blooming flowers that are aromatic on the most gorgeous gray-green leaves you ever see. And butterflies, by the way, love me. 
I should be cut to the ground in early spring, and I am a native to Southern Europe and Western Asia, and even hummingbirds love me. I contain very unique chemicals inside of me and essential oils. I have been used to control menstrual cycles and ease menstrual pain. So what plant am I? 457-1290, if you know the answer, with a $25 gift card to Knollwood at stake. Let's go talk to Jared. Jared, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. Um, you had mentioned earlier you were cutting, you recommended cutting back hostas to get them to grow back. Do they physically grow back this year before winter? Nope. Nope. Yeah, what happens is, and this is kind of an interesting thing, is that you can cut hostas back this time of year, and what you're actually going to do is uh, cause that plant to grow a bunch of roots below ground by removing its top. Okay. And, 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 and it's a trick that, that I've learned a long time ago, and basically what you do is you, about mid-August, we're about two weeks away from about mid-August, you are going to cut the whole plant um, nearly to the ground. And by doing so, next spring, the plant will be twice as big. So would you recommend dividing it at that time too or not dividing it till spring? Um, is, what's the age of the plant in question? Um, uh, at least three or four years old. You know, typically with hostas, we're not doing divisions till we get five or six years of age. Okay. So what, you know, this is, this is one of these things where this is a trick. <laughs> this is a trick to cause this plant to get double in size. Okay. Does that make okay. sense to you? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. So basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it bigger. And the reason we want to make it bigger is because it makes it more attractive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. And I hope uh, you have a really good day. Okay. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. 457-1290. So you know what plan I am? Call us now at 457-1290. There's a $25 gift card to know what at stake. My name has a tree in it. However, I am really a shrub. I'm a good choice for the shrub border or as a specimen. And in fact, I have me, one of me in my landscape, Mark's landscape, as part of a border and as part as a specimen. I have upright clusters of lavender blue flowers and I bloom my full head off all summer long. In fact, my flowers last to nearly October. And my foliage is aromatic. You crush my leaves and oh, it has such a beautiful smell. And I attract lots of butterflies, lots of hummingbirds. I am, and birds love my seeds. I should be cut, however, to the ground every spring, early spring, because I sprout up from the ground up. Now I am native to Southern Europe and Western Asia. And I contain some very unique chemicals inside me, including some unique essential oils. And in the past and in history, I have been used to control menstrual cycles and reduce menstrual pain. And my name, my name is unique. <laughs> So what plant am I? 457-1290, if you know what it is, if you think you know what it is, remember usually with the winners every week, we they win by 30 and 40 seconds. So if you got an idea what you think it is, dial it up now, 457-1290 on Garden Talk. And when we come back, we'll take your calls, give you an updated weather forecast, and so much more on Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. 
It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. At Menards, nobody beats our prices and selection, so you always save big money on home improvement. Organize your garage with Suncast resin storage systems. They're easy to assemble and resist scratches, dents, and rust. Like a four-piece resin storage system that includes wall and base cabinets, plus a 72-inch tall storage, and 80 and a quarter-inch mega-tall storage cabinet $524.99 sale prices are good through saturday august 3rd now during menards red hot sale save big money at menards david cemetery offers many options for your cremation from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Hi, welcome to the subway ad for 4.99 footlongs. How would you like it? I'd like that with some blues. Sure. Lunchtime rolls around and you ain't got a clue. Subway's the answer to singing a tasty tune. Select for long subs for just four ninety nine. Black Forest hair sounding real fine. We have two other choices each for ninety nine. Hurry on in before this scale passes you by. Subway, make it what you Limited want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Prices and subs included may vary. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Every Saturday, 11 to noon, Take-Two Healthcare brings the latest on wellness and alternative therapies. I'm Dr. Merkel. You might learn that maybe your health problems really do have safe, natural solutions. And Ask the Experts show on WHIO. While your focus is on getting your kids ready to go back to school, our focus is on keeping your family safe around the clock. Depend on us for important traffic and weather updates here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. It's 7.53. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Perfect weather expected for Saturday, starting off cool with those temperatures around 60 degrees, sunshine all day long, low humidity, and a high temperature right around 85 degrees. Nice weather into the evening and overnight as well, mainly clear skies and dropping to a low temperature in the lower 60s once again. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar right now shows uh, we've got clear sky conditions, a beautiful sunrise on tap on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. I wonder if they would be able to guess what plan I am. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, and uh, let's head to the telephone lines, and let's go talk to Paul. Paul, good morning, and uh, welcome to WHIA Radio. How are you doing today, Paul? Good, good, thank you. All right, Paul, I'm going to give you some uh, some some clues here. Are you, are you prepared? I am. All right. My name has a tree in it. However, I am really a shrub. I am a good choice for the shrub border. Or as a specimen, I have an upright clusters of lavender blue flowers, and I bloom my fool head off all summer long. If you crush my leaves, they are very aromatic. In fact, my leaves are blue, almost blue, light blue, lavender blue in color. And uh, 
Every spring, Paul, to make me do what I do best, which is bloom and grow, because I'll literally get five to six feet tall in one growing season, you should always cut me to the ground. I'm a native to Southern Europe in Western Asia. Um, Birds and butterflies just love my flowers. And I contain some really interesting chemical compounds, including essential oils, Paul. And I have been used to control menstrual cycles and ease menstrual pain. So, Paul, with a $25 gift card at stake to Knollwood Garden Center, because they're gardeners like you and I, what plant am I? Is it a butterfly tree? I am not a butterfly tree. And I think you're referring to what they call Budlia, which is the butterfly bush. But, uh, All right. But, Paul, thank you for calling, and I hope you have a good day, okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. 457-1290, and we've got a person named Neil. Neil, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well. Do you have one of me in your landscape? Yes, I do, actually. Blue diddly. <laughs> Does yours bloom its cotton pick and fool head off all summer long? Pretty much, yes, yes. Yeah, and when Doing you really well, and when you crush my leaves, uh, Neil, what do you? How would you describe my odor? I don't know. I haven't crushed the leaves yet. I'll have to do that. Oh, try it. It's a really fascinating odor. In fact, I will tell you that if you cut me, even in the wintertime, there's an interesting odor that comes from me. And I've never yet had somebody can describe it to me. It almost has like a, a smell of like uh, licorice and, and cinnamon kind of mixed together. It's an extremely rare smell in the world of plants. So I'm going to give you just a one more, couple more clues, Neil. And uh, my name has tree in it, but I'm really a shrub, particularly around here. The only place I've ever seen me grow, Paul, that that I've done really well, Neil, has been in the south, where I can typically get maybe 15, 20 feet tall. Um, I'm a good choice for the shrub border as a specimen. I have these amazingly beautiful lavender blue flowers that bloom all summer long, and my foliage is extremely aromatic. Bees love me, uh, butterflies love me, the birds love me, particularly the hummingbirds love me, and uh, I contain these essential oils, and I've been used to control menstrual cycles and even ease menstrual pain. So, Neil, with a $25 gift card to know what at stake, what plant am I? Chase tree. Yeah, the chaste tree. And uh, you are the proud winner. How, and, and so you knew it by the, by the clues, I take it, right? Yes, yes. Blue flowers and the uh, leaf color. Good deal. Well, Paul, Neil, you have won yourself a $25 gift card to NOAA because you're gardeners like you and I. Congratulations. You beat uh, Ruby and you beat uh, Marilyn, who actually got it right as well. You beat them by one minute. So the quicker you dial, the faster you might win. Thank you so much for calling, Neil. I'm going to put you on hold so that Javon can get your vital information and uh, thanks for being part of the show oh thank you thank you sir bye-bye bye all right folks that'll wrap it up for hour number two off to the garden talk archives hour number three is just around the corner and uh, we're going to do another what plan i am and along with that as well talk to john scott from nolwood and talk to you at 457-1290 right here on garden talk with mark weber on 1290 and 95.7 whio dates news and talk downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.